Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast this afternoon at 3pm. A little bit earlier today, we normally drop these at 6pm, but at 3pm this afternoon, the next episode of the off-season, myself and Matty the Waterboy taking a deep dive into the Parramatta Eels and the premierships they missed out on in the early 2000s. Obviously 2001, one of the greatest teams of all time, if not the greatest team of all time to not win a premiership. And another one that sort of flies under the radar with most fans, but certainly not with Parramatta fans, the 2005. Parramatta Eels obviously fell short against the North Queensland Cowboys in the prelim, getting blown off the park in that one. Very, very harsh memories there for the Parramatta Eels faithful, as there has been a fair whack of them over the years. If you'd like to listen to this full episode, it'll be dropping at 3 p.m. this afternoon on YouTube. The missing rings of the early 2000s from the Parramatta Eels. Isn't it crazy how, you know, you quite often look at these great teams, like you you, you look at the Melbourne Storm teams and they're, they're so dominant for so long, yet there's always a loss or two in their season to the Warriors because they mm. just play unorthodox footy, especially back then. I, I used to love, I don't know what the record is now because sometimes you remember, like I, I remember... The, I know what you're going to say and I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. the Warriors when they go to Brisbane yeah. or Warriors when they'd go to Anzac Day in Melbourne, but certainly the Brisbane one. Yeah. Um, but then you look and they haven't won there for a bit. The Anzac Day is always the one that I, I always go, oh, this is always 50-50. Yeah. And then you look at it and you go, well, it's not really, but no. there's still a pretty good record. Yeah, like at the moment, like in the last five years, I don't think the Storm have lost. But yeah. if you go back a little bit further, um, yeah, the yeah, Warriors, the Warriors just kill it down there. Yeah, and especially back then, the way they used to throw the ball around, it was, it was very hard to prepare for that because teams couldn't do what they were doing. You, you, you couldn't even replicate it during the week at training or whatever. It was just white knuckle and fucking hold on and, and see yeah. what happens. Hope they're not at their best. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't shock me that that's who Parramatta lost to in that period until the grand final. During the regular season, the Parramatta Eels, they average 32 points per game. Just to give you an indication, the Penrith Panthers uh, won in 2022. They averaged 26 points per game. So, And as much as it doesn't sound crazy, they're scoring one more try per game than the Panthers. I mean, that ends up being almost 30 more tries, mm. which is just unbelievable. And 
to go a little bit deeper, from round 11 onwards, they average 38 points per game. It's just, it's just insane. Like that's, think about that. That's nearly 40 points a game. Yeah, it, it's almost the equivalent of saying this Parramatta Eels side from, you know, round 11 onwards, they would have beaten the Penrith Penrith side, you know, all on points and hypotheticals and whatever, almost 13 plus every game. Mm. And that's not, and that's not a fucking stretch of four games. That's like 20 games in a row. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. That's like 40 more tries that the Parramatta Eels scored from round 11 onwards than what the Penrith Panthers did. The best, the best was the stretch between round 19 to round 21. So three games, they beat Canberra 50 to 22. Then they beat the Storm 54 to 10. And then they beat the Cowboys 62 nil. I mean, and mate, like if we cast our minds back two years ago when we had that year, 2021, where there was points being scored left, right, and fucking centre, no team was near 38 points per game. No. No team was fucking near it, which is just unbelievable. So just to give you an indication of how good this Parramatta side was, and we'll compare them once again to the Penrith side that won last year, that won their second premiership in a row, the third team to do it in 30, 40 years, whatever it might be. The Penrith Panthers last year, points, uh, on average, they scored 636 points. Sorry. Throughout the season, they scored 636 (laughs) points. I almost had a fucking aneurysm there. Penrith, 636 points last year. The Parramatta Eels, 839. 200 more points Mm. in a season. And that's the regular season. That's the regular season, yeah. Which, I mean, they they lost their grand final and scored 24 fucking points. Like, it's crazy. Um, Record for most tries in a season. The Parramatta Eels made it that year, 159. Penrith only scored 119 last year. Uh, Records for most goals in a season, 153. Uh, Penrith, 117, which is still pretty impressive. So 159 tries for Parramatta, kicked 153 goals. Jason Taylor obviously had a pretty high click. They obviously kicked penalty goals and whatnot throughout the season to even that up a little bit. Uh, But once again, as you said pre-show, Matty, Nathan Cleary last year, 119 tries, 117 goals. Penalty goals taken into consideration, we get it. But two pretty impressive strike rates there for Jason Taylor and Nathan Cleary. Yeah. There was a point where Cleary, I'm pretty sure there was a point, this is a weird sidebar, I think there was a point this year where Cleary hadn't been behind on the scoreboard until like until the game he got sent off or something like that. There was some crazy, I might not be 100% accurate on that, but it was crazy on that level. Yeah, that wouldn't, yeah, because they were down 6-0 at that point. Oh, were they? They were down, yeah. They, they were, were down, down, yeah. It, it might have been a week before that, but it was a huge stretch of time. Unbelievable. Now, when you have a look at this uh, Parramatta side from 2001, um, <laughs> the amount of talent that was in this team was simply incredible. And, I mean, if I was to th- throw to you now, Matty, and, and I said to you, like, who are the players you remember from 01? Because there's really good players in there, but there's no, like... A more, there's no Billy Slater. There's no yeah. Andrew Jock. There's no, like, all-time great players. But it was like they got 17 guys to perform at their absolute best in 2001. It's pretty wild to look back on. Yeah, it's it's. I actually had the same thought when I was looking at this team. And again, as I said uh, a couple of pods ago, I've this is the second most watched game I've ever watched because I had it on VCR as a kid. Um, but now I look back, like, obviously, like, Michael Butner, Gunn, Jason Taylor, gun. You got Brett Hodgson at fullback. Obviously, Nathan Heitmarsh. You got Ian Heitmarsh. Um, and then Jamie Lyon was the youngest player on the field. But and like, so, like a couple of like fucking A-level players there. But you're right. Like, they didn't have a Joey, did they? 
They, no, they did. And even it, even like a Badiris. They didn't have a Badiris. And, and is this not the greatest bit of evidence how much premierships matter when you look back at the legacy of players? Oh. A Jason Taylor, for example, give him a premiership. It's a completely different conversation. Um, you know, obviously Jamie Lyon, he, he went on to, to win competitions later. Um David Vialecki in the centres, an absolute fucking weapon. Um, who else? We Nathan Hindmarsh. If you give Hindy yeah. that premiership, where does he sit as far as the best forwards ever? All of a sudden, and the, the Matty John show needs to change their change their jokes up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I think I, I think Hind never winning a premiership was one of the best things that happened to Brian Fletcher for sure. Oh, without a doubt, without <laughs> a doubt. And obviously, see what's funny? It's yeah. like. Even though you know what's coming, it's still funny every time. And it still will be in five years' time. <laughs> it's never going to change. It's unreal. I'll tell you what, Hindy is an absolute fucking champion the way that he takes that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, fuck it. I've got so much. Hilarious. I've got so much respect for him, though. Fuck. Speaking about Hindy never winning a comp, what about the coach, Brian Smith? Oh, I know. Um, just going off the, off the dome, you think about the career of Brian Smith. He went 92-93, took the Dragons all the way to the grand final, beaten by Wayne Bennett. Coaches this greatest team all time without a premiership. The Parramatta Eels 0-1 takes them to a premiership. Uh, arrives at the Roosters, nine, uh, sorry, loses the grand final there. Arrives at the Roosters nine years later with a team that... The 08 Roosters, they got the spoon, didn't they? Or very oh, close to. 09 got the spoon, didn't 09 they? 09 got the spoon, sorry. 09 Roosters. He arrives 2010. Todd Carney arrives at the club. They go all the way to a grand final against the Dragons, beaten again by guess fucking who, Wayne Bennett. This time, Wayne Bennett's coaching the Dragons <sighs> against him. Uh, Brian Smith, one of the greatest coaches we've ever seen, but once again, don't win a premiership, you're not in that conversation. I know. It's crazy. How, how, like, seriously, how unfortunate is that? It's, yeah, uh, his, um, his brother, Rowan Smith, oh, sorry, his son, Rowan Smith, uh, he came on my podcast during last year, actually coached the North Devils that won the Q Cup, I think it was two years ago. Uh, he's now over in England doing very good things, so I want to keep an eye on I reckon he will coach in the NRL, it's a matter of time. Interesting look at this Parramatta bench, Matty. PJ Marsh, obviously a great player. You got Bobcat Ryan, a young Andrew Ryan. I think we all sometimes we forget that he was in this side. Alex Chan, who uh, he ended up at the Melbourne Storm as well. Uh, I think you will see his young bloke uh, is actually coming through the Melbourne Storm system. He's one of my little black book guys to watch next year. Remember the last name, Chan? And, uh, mate, Jersey 17. Mm. I reckon this guy is so underrated. <laughs> David Solomono. Weapon. Fuck, <laughs> hell. He could play. Uh, started at the Roosters, then went to the Parramatta Eels. Uh, he was Great. I think he went over to Eng yeah, he went over to England after that, played two hundred odd first grade games over there. But once again, I think that if he wins a comp with Parramatta, he's a premiership winner. I reckon his career looks completely different as well. P PJ Marsh too, because he he lost the premiership the next year as well with the Warriors. Of course he did, didn't he? Yeah. Wow. Never thought about that. Yeah. Now he obviously came off the off the bench as the, as the replacement hooker, the utility, the starting hooker, Brad Drew. Came from absolutely nowhere that year to win uh, the Dallium Hooker of the Year. Brad Drew, I think it's one of the best seasons by a nine that's ever been put together. You go back and watch him and people forget he started at the Penrith Panthers. He was there for fucking ages at the Panthers. He was there for like six or seven years. Came over to the Parramatta Eels. It's a signing that honestly, we would have hardly spoken about it in the preseason, Matty. It wouldn't have even been on the radar of all that many people. I, I, I obviously don't remember that preseason, but I wouldn't be shocked if there were still conversations, would it be PJ Marsh or Brad Drew? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just 
killed it. I really do think it's one of the better seasons by a hooker ever. There's been there's been better hookers. Obviously, your Smithies, these sort of guys, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think his season there was fucking incredible, Brad Drew. Um, yeah, it was a penalty for eight years. <laughs> ages, yeah. Crazy. Uh, we obviously mentioned Nathan Hyde Marsh. I think another special moment here that we forget about, his brother was the other second rower in this team. Mm. Nathan and Ian Hindmarsh in the back row. So what a moment that would have been like. Obviously, for Heine, winning a premiership would have been fucking special. But to win it with your brother in the back row, yeah. uh, I don't think we've ever seen premiership-winning brothers in the back row together. I'm trying to think off the top of the head. We've obviously, yeah, we, we've seen brothers win comps. We've obviously seen halves and, you know, Maddie and Andrew, obviously. But I don't think we've ever seen two brothers in the back row win a comp together, which is incredible. Another really good player in this team, mate, Daniel Wagon. Mm-hmm. 13, obviously around for quite some time, but once again, didn't have that premiership, so we probably don't remember him as much as we should. 200-odd first-grade game, start at the Dragons, made his way over to the Parramatta Eels. Uh, but if it's not Hindy as the guy I wish won a premiership, it's Nathan Kalos. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, a New Zealand great, played out his whole career at the Parramatta Eels, 259 games in the front row, uh, obviously losing two grand finals. Very, very tough gig. A champion player. Meanwhile, his brother Jason's over at the Roosters, winning comps, playing in grand finals pretty consistently. Uh, a tough little gig for Nathan Kalos. Yeah, one, like seriously, one of the all-time greatest, one of the, one of New Zealand's greatest. Um, I think, where's he now? Is he coaching at the Roosters? Is he, at, is he still at the Chooks? He's oh, coaching somewhere. He's been around a bit because he was... I, at, I've actually got a feeling he's returned to Parramatta now. Right, because be he was at yeah. Wenty for... Ages, yeah. ages. I think he was their New South Wales Cup coach. Then he went to the Roosters. Um, while you talk, I'll, I'll look that up. Are there one other guy that stands out for me in this team, and we've sort of already touched on him, but uh, Jason Taylor. An incredible career, an absolute goal-kicking whiz. Didn't play as much rep footy as he should have. Actually, did, did he play for New South Wales? Yeah, he played two games really? for New South Wales. Uh, should have played a lot more than that. Obviously, in a great era of halfbacks, Jason Taylor obviously started in 1990, so he's sort of in the peak of Alan Langer's career during the early parts. And then Andrew Johns emerges the back end of his career. Uh, pretty crazy stuff. And you need to consider as well that Jason Taylor, 2001, that was his last season. Oh, it was too. So wow. he'd already played 10-odd years of first grade, had been incredible throughout it, but to finish that year with the most points in a season and all that sort of stuff, 2,107 points. It, it took Andrew Johns to break his point-scoring feats, and it's not like he was in a champion team the entire time. He started at Western Suburbs, went to North Sydney, uh, had a season with the Northern Eagles, then ended up at the Parramatta Eels, who had a cracking season. But... You know, he wasn't in, like, premiership-winning teams and whatnot and scoring points all over the place consistently. Like, he had to work for those in, in, in teams that were good but not great. I'll tell you what I find incredible, that Para broke all these try-scoring records in 2001, yet they didn't – like, Jason Taylor wasn't the top point scorer, and he wasn't even oh, – He wasn't the top point scorer? No, it was Andrew Johns and Ben Walker, so Northern oh, Eagles. I just assumed he was. Yeah, wow. Northern Eagles and, obviously, Newcastle tied for top point scorer with – 200 and fucking... All right, let's have a look. So there, they got 279. So, I, yeah. I'll tell you what, Matty, on, on a bit of a personal note, uh, one of my favourites in this team, and I, I, I talk about him all the time at home, uh, whenever Beck's carrying on, I call her Jason. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You work out why? Jason. Who's the winger for Parramatta? Jason Moody. <laughs> One of my favourites. She fucking hates it. Absolutely hates it. I'm going to use that. Yeah, I'd be stealing it. Um, now, the other guy <laughs> the other guy we haven't spoken about. I'm not going to steal that. I'll get in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the other one we haven't really spoken about just yet is uh, Jamie Lyon for the Parramatta Eels. Now, his debut season was the year before in 2000. He played a handful of games in that season. But it was this year that he really kicks on. And, you know, obviously we said that they started a little bit slow. Then from round 11 onwards, they absolutely brained it. When you have a look back at this season for Jamie Lyon, he didn't score a try until round 13. Fuck. So he's in his second year of first grade, didn't score a try until round 13. Uh, to be fair, he sort of jumped around 5'8", bench uh, centre in the first few weeks, locked himself into centre from about round six onwards. Uh, and then you get to the finals where they played three games. He scored four tries in three games as a 19-year-old in his first final series. Uh, and then he gets selected for the Kangaroos in which he's the starting centre for every single for all three games of that series. So a pretty impressive knock for a young guy there. There's a stretch of four weeks during this season where he scores nine tries. And then during the final series, uh, obviously scores four tries in three weeks, scores two tries in the second half of the grand final as well in that loss. So, so to put it simply, he scored no tries in the first three months. And then yep. in, the last, in the last 17 weeks, he scored 15 tries. As a 19-year-old in his second season of first grade. Yeah when he wasn't even in the starting team at the start of the season. He was on the bench, jumped in at centre, jumped in at 5'8". Uh, unbelievable. And obviously, Jamie Lyon, we, we all know what happened a couple of years later. He leaves the NRL, goes home, goes over the Super League, wins a Man of Steel, returns with the Manly Seagulls. And um, it's crazy, Matty. Like, we all, I'll always remember him as a Manly Seagull. Yeah, of course. But I'll tell you what, fuck, if he scores two tries in the greatest grand final comeback of all time and wins that premiership... It's a little, yeah, it's a little bit closer. Narrative changes a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely a little bit closer. Like, yeah, to me, he's always Manly, only yeah. because, um, m- m- mainly because 2001, I was pretty young as well. Yeah. Um, I mainly just remember him in Manly just killing it, but you're certainly right. If he, if he was a premiership winner at Manly, it would have been slightly different. The 29 games he played that year, that's a yeah. lot of footy for a 19-year-old. 29. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.